0: I know what it's like to want to find your calling in life, but don't know where to start. In our fast-paced world where daily demands dictate more of our destiny than God does, it's no wonder we feel cut off from God's roadmap for our lives. That's why I wrote Make It Matter. It's a roadmap to help you live a life of purpose, and I'm excited to announce that it's just been released on Audible. So go to chrisreese.com slash to check it out building faith podcast from Chris Reese ministries is a podcast to bring biblically based messages and lessons on how to apply God's Word into your everyday life well hey my friend welcome back to the building faith podcast I am so thrilled to be here with you today I am your host Chris Reese and my mission as always will be to help you apply God's word to your everyday life. Today we are in episode 61 and we are back in the series on toxic people. And today we are talking about what you do when the toxic person is your boss. Look, your relationships are important to your mental health and the workplace is where you form a variety of relationships. Uh, This can be authoritative to subordinate from friendship to foes. And it's also the place where you spend a significant amount of time. And there are fewer places where egos run more wild than in the work environment. And many toxic people find themselves in positions of authority. So What do you do when your boss who likely can't be ignored and has tremendous impact over your professional future is toxic? Look, it's highly likely that you're paid well at your job and you're a strong contributor to the household income. And many toxic bosses are narcissistic bullies that lack empathy and compassion. And they frequently use money as a way of getting what they want and honestly believe that they feel that they can treat you and other people any way they wish, simply because they're paying you. Well, whether you're paid handsomely or not is not the issue. The issue is how do you navigate dealing with this toxic boss? But first, I want to talk about what defines a toxic boss. You see, the term toxic has been about as abused as the word love. You know, we encounter people when they say something we don't like, we call them toxic. When a person doesn't conform to our way of thinking, they're toxic. And this is dangerous territory because it puts you in a place where you're constantly judging somebody else. And the boss-employee relationship is, is not going to be like any other's but you may be under the misconception that your boss-employee relationship should be one that is caring and nurturing and even on a friendly basis. And if you have that, congratulations, you are one of the few. But if you don't, I caution you not to think that there is something wrong with your boss. You see, a boss is not toxic because he or she doesn't ask about your personal life. Uh, It's likely that they feel you're there to do a job. Uh, Your boss is not toxic because uh, they don't give you the bonus that you're hoping for or support your emotions or because they ask you to work extra hours or they speak to you in a very short, direct manner or they don't recognize your awesomeness all the time and praise you. These qualities are not toxic, but they're just some of the examples of some of the myths about what a boss should be we gotta remember that when we're hired for a job, that's just it, we're hired and we're there to do a job. The workplace is not where all of our weaknesses should be overlooked and our personal problems get aired. It's work, we're hired to do a job and if you get anything else, it's considered a bonus. But there are clear signs that your boss is toxic. So today we're gonna talk about five of them. Number one, they have unprofessional behavior. Things such as sexual harassment, cursing, passive-aggressive behavior, disrespectful speaking, uh, and blaming all constitute toxic behavior. Number two, bad attitude. Whether it's complaining, uh, gossiping to you or about you, uh, visionless or moody, these can all be signs of toxic behavior. Number three, self-righteous. A toxic boss does not listen to feedback. They always need to be right. They won't admit weaknesses. They're haughty. They're condescending. They take credit for the work that others did and they tend to micromanage. Number four, they have no authority. Toxic people are weak-minded. They need to be liked. They don't motivate and they have poor communication. Now, keep in mind that you don't have to have all of these qualities in one person to constitute toxic behavior. Uh, You could have a toxic person who is overly aggressive and rude, or you could have a toxic person that seems really sweet and nice, but has absolutely no boundaries. And number five, some forms of personality disorders. Look, there are quite a few personality disorders, borderline, narcissism, histrionic, antisocial. Uh, They're too much to get into for uh, our time today, but they can contribute greatly to a toxic environment. And if the statistics on sociopaths are any indication of toxic people, we are really in trouble because one in four uh, people are sociopaths. Now, borderline narcissism, histrionic, all of those, they they don't necessarily fall into sociopathic tendencies. However, just think of the number of people that are actually suffering from all of these personality disorders and we're suffering at the hands. So all of these traits do constitute toxic behavior. And I'm wondering, do you see your boss in any of these? If so, I want you to stick with me for just a moment because it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to update your resume and head for the door. There are several points that we're gonna talk about to help you navigate through a toxic boss. Number one, don't take it personal. I know, I know, it's easier said than done, but trust me when I tell you, it's got nothing to do with you. Number two, determine what you want to do. I've got good news for you. You don't have to stay. Now, you may be saying, but Chris, you don't understand uh, how much I need this job. I get that, and that may be true, but it's not the only job in the world. You do have options. Now, what you you wanna do is determine what you want. Don't put yourself in a victim position saying, I have to have this job, there's nowhere else to turn. That makes you the victim. And if you are a follower of Christ, my friend, you are not a victim, you are a victor. And you do have the option to change this. It may take some prayer, but you do have other options. And if you decide that you don't want to take those options, then that's your choice. And number three, determine how you want to feel. Yes, you have a choice as to how you want to feel about this person too, but be careful though. There are going to be two positions that you don't want to take, inferiority or superiority. See, when you feel inferior, you put yourself in a victim position. That's not what Christ came for you to have. But when you have the attitude that, oh, I'm better off without this person, then you're putting yourself in a superior position. Neither one of those roles are biblical. And number four, you don't need your boss to succeed. You may think that your boss holds your future in his hands and that's not true. What that tells me is that you're looking to man as your source when man is only a resource. God is your source. God promotes. Remember Joseph? He was thrown into the pit, then placed at the head of the palace. You see, what the enemy means for your harm, God will use for your good. And number five, pray. I know this seems obvious, but it's often overlooked. We trade our prayer time for complaining and we wonder why our situation gets worse. And it's true. A toxic boss can be consuming. But there is power in prayer. God can change any situation in a second, but he likely won't if we remain in a place of complaining. Your God is more powerful than your toxic boss. And as tempting as it is to jump ship, I want you to keep in mind that God may have you in this environment for a reason. You see, God allowed Joseph to be thrown into the prison where he was falsely accused. David was on the run from his boss, Saul. Hagar was rejected by her boss, Sarah. And these are just some of the many examples of the people whose situation seemed hopeless. But God. God didn't call us to live a cushy life. He called us to be light in a dark world. And I can't tell you whether to stay or go, my friend, but I do know that when you follow God, he will deliver you and you will come out squeaky clean. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. I hope that you have enjoyed our time as much as I have. If so, would you please consider subscribing and leaving a rating? I would greatly appreciate it. But before we go, I have a gift for you. If you are struggling with toxic people, my Toxic People Survival Guide will help you to identify and deal with toxic people in a godly way. I will go ahead and include a link in the description section on the website as well as the show notes. Until next time, remember, all things are possible with God. For more information from Chris Reese, visit chrisreese.com forward slash podcast. That's K-R-I-S-R-E-E-C-E dot com forward slash podcast.